This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the November 3rd edition of the Roto World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher, getting ready to break down yet another busy 12-game Friday night. Had the 12-gamer on Wednesday. A lot going on again. Uh, with me to break this thing down is Dr. A. Steve Alexander. What's up, man? Uh, nothing, man. It's going to be a big night. Uh, I'm coming in hot. So hope I keep it going on a $5 Friday. Me and my me and my two buddies play for five bucks every Friday night, and uh, <laughs> it's it's probably the most exciting night of the the week for me. So here we go. Did you win last Friday? I, I tend to win every Friday. It seems like, and a lot of it has to do with, I think we spend so much time breaking stuff down uh, in this podcast, and I don't know if Richard and Keelan listen to this podcast or not, but I hope they don't start today. <laughs> That's the funny thing about the podcast, like with fantasy, really anything fantasy, because people don't really spread the word about that. Like you could hear a great Zach Lowe podcast and tell your friends about it, but like if you're playing good some fantasy... It's a good podcast. You don't want to give them the edge that you have. It's kind of funny. Well, that's the way Roto World was when I started. Um, (laughs) It was a small independent website, and there were like a handful of people that knew about it, but a lot of people didn't know about it, and you didn't want those people to know about it if you were playing against them. Yeah, I remember like a, a long time ago, I had my laptop up or something, and I left. My friends didn't know about it. I've been reading Roto World pretty much since you started, or I don't even know, but like he saw, what's this? And like it opened his whole world up because I didn't tell him. And uh, yeah, so here we are. Anyways, let's let's get to this. We got so much to talk about. Um, Okay, we usually go chronological, but the late game is just too good. We're going to start with that one. It is a 224 over under Nets Lakers. There are ridiculous amount of narratives here. Injuries as well. Brooklyn is first in pace, 25th in half-court defense. The Lakers are fourth in pace, 9th in half-court defense, somewhat surprisingly. They've actually been pretty good, uh, but they give up a lot of transition. So Jared Allen is questionable. He said he feels good. Uh, quote, during the last game, uh, this is two games ago, started to feel it, it was a little sore, and he got treatment, went through shooting around, didn't want to risk it. So he's probably going to play. Nets don't shoot around today, so we won't find out probably until after tip. Um... And then Isaiah Whitehead's in the, in the G League, and Quincy Acey's out. So a couple things there. We saw Rondé Hollis-Jefferson play a lot of five against the Suns. That They were more chasing that um, the deficit at the time, so it's kind of a, a matchup thing. I don't think the plan was to play him that much. And, yeah, they also said that they want the guards to rebound more. And, obviously, the big story here, D'Angelo Russell revenge game. Um, so let's stick with the Nets that the Lakers have. So much going on, but um, who do you like for the the net side of this, and why? I'm all in on D'Angelo for the obvious reasons. Um, I'm on Alan Crabb. I feel like he's going to have a good game um, against the Lakers perimeter defense, and I also like uh, Rondé. And you're a Rondé guy. I'm I was slow 
slow to uh, pick up what he was laying down, but I, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting on board, and uh, I feel like Rondé, Rondé, he's so versatile in this. These teams, like with Mozgov at, at center, like that's such a such a waste of a <laughs> body at center. I just think there's so much. Uh, opportunity for Rondé at several different spots. Yeah, I'm, I'm big on Rondé. Um, again, the minutes are going to be pretty high. This game's going to be so fast, which is really when Rondé's at his best. So he's a little bit more expensive than some of the other cheaper power forwards we'll get to. One in particular in this game is a much better value. But definitely like him. Probably won't be too highly owned because the Lakers' power forwards are really enticing. Uh, D'Angelo did the old, this is just another game thing, which I'm sure is not exactly how he feels behind the curtain um, with Magic challenging his leadership and so on. But yeah, he's going to be really, really busy. This guy's usage rate's been very, very high. Over 35 in five or seven games. His season low is 27, which is pretty high. Uh, so... Yeah, he's going to get shots. We know this. The minutes are going to be there. He'll give every opportunity just tons and tons of possessions in this game. I think it's going to be way over the 224 projection. Um, if the Lakers don't come out flat in the back-to-back, they did play last night and a loss to Portland. Lower time came through. Um, and also one other wrinkle, too, that I think we're going to probably see more of tonight, and that's more Spencer Dinwiddie and D'Angelo together. They've played 22 minutes together in the season. I think that's going to go up. So I wish if Dinwiddie had been like 4-2, 4-3, something like that, I'd be more about him. But his price is a little high uh, when you're comparing him to Shelvin Mack and that and, and things like that. But if you want to fade D'Angelo, which, I, again, he's expensive. He's 7-5. So he's, he's being treated as pretty much a stud at shooting guard. What is he, like the third or fourth most expensive shooting guard tonight? Something like that? Yep. He's up there. Yeah, he's right in, that, right in that neighborhood with Devin Booker, DeM- uh, DeMar DeRozan, Red Hot Middleton with his career high, and Bradley Beal's only 8,000. So, but yeah, it, it's he's definitely fadeable. So if you do that, I could see going, and you want to you want to get action in this game, no doubt. But So I like him. Like you said, Alan Crabb is just too cheap, uh, almost a pass up. So uh, I like him a lot. And, but yeah, there's, I mean... Well, uh, who else? Well, um, Demar Carroll at five six. That too much for you? No, I, I'm fine with that. I just, I don't. I'm not. Don't have him locked in, but uh, I, I like Carroll, man. Like you guys know, I drafted him in almost every league, and and uh, he's back from his injury, so I'm, I'm good with Carroll. And they're gonna play him at the four a lot, like I said, because of the way that they're gonna be a little shorthanded with no AC. So again, it opens up minutes for Crab. Um, yeah, Crab's in, uh, just a fantastic spot. You're not really going to find anyone better for under 4,000 um, at that position. He's, he just looks really good. And he did. He shot the ball terribly in his last game, 29 minutes. Again, he's gonna. I got. I got him in about 33 minutes tonight. Uh, usage should be there, and they're gonna. They really want him to rebound, like I was saying earlier. So Crab seems like one of my favorite punts today. <sighs> Who else did we not talk about? That's pretty much everybody, right, for the net side. Oh, yeah. Levert. Levert's only 5-1, man. That's pretty oh, yeah, good. We didn't talk Levert. I like Levert at 5-1 quite a bit. Like if you, Again, if you're going to fade Russell, you want to play Levert. Uh, I think that's definitely a good strategy. Yeah, he. It, it, I still can't get over Alan Crabb at 3,900. I, yeah. I don't know why he's so low. But, uh, yeah, Levert, Levert and Crabb, man, I mean, they're both – they're both going to get minutes. They're both going to have a role every night. It's just whether they show up or not. You just don't know. Yeah. 
I mean, Crab's usage has been pretty good in the second unit. Um, I think that if they roll the t the double point guard lineup, I don't think it'll hurt Crab too much. It'll probably be more about Joe Harris and um, maybe Carroll, but I don't think so. But yeah, more about Joe Harris than anyone. So yeah, all those guys are. You could play Mozgov Revenge Game. What? Are we not talking about Mozgov Revenge Games? Nope. Nope, we're not. Okay. <laughs> okay, so the Lakers side. This is hopefully why you listen to this podcast, because I got a lot of notes here. <sighs> Deep breath. All right, Larry Nance broke his second metacarpal last night, so he's out indefinitely, probably four to eight weeks. So that means a lot of stuff could happen here. We know that Luke Walton really, really likes his second unit together, and he also really, really likes Julius Randle at the five. Turns out he's only played seven minutes next to Lopez all season. So he's pretty much been straight backup center. So it's going to be uh, a tough call for him with how they like to switch so much on defense, too. That's a big thing for them. So that's tough. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, I, I don't really need to talk about him. Uh, play him. <laughs> it's pretty much what it comes down to. He's probably the must play of the day. Um, 37 minutes, I think, sounds about right. Um, he's he's going to play this. He's going to close. If, he may come off the bench. But um, definitely worthwhile. Uh, they did use Brandon Ingram at power forward for two minutes on the year, just with one combination, Jordan Clarkson, Hart, Brewer, and Kuzma. Definitely think Hart gets more minutes. I think Brewer could get more minutes. I'm not really going to play either of those guys. I think Hart's possible, though. Um, what else? Oh, oh, yeah, we'll wait on Lonzo. So how are you treating this front court? Uh, and then also, by the way, if so if Randall does play power forward, that means Lopez, by default, unless they bring Zubats in there, Lopez is pretty much locked in to good minutes in a revenge game. Yeah. Um, I I struggled to not play DeMarcus Cousins on night when, nights when he's playing. Even even though Lopez is coming off a big game, it does look like great value. I, I just have trouble uh, not playing Boogie. But uh, I think Lopez is going to be it. Kuzma won money for me last night. I won three different leagues. or I cashed in three different leagues last night. And Kuzma was the difference. Um I hope he can do it again. This whole injury to Larry Nance is is a big deal for Kuzma and and uh, Julius Randle, I think. So, like both of them, um, uh, with I'm not I'm not touching Lonzo. It seems like, you know, did you watch Lonzo last night? He's so oh, yeah. seems so passive. He's just he's just trying not to make any mistakes. Almost reminds me me of uh, Alex Smith back in the. Niners days when he was just trying not to throw interceptions, you know? Game manager. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's shift to the guards then. Like you hinted at, uh, I'll, I'll leave that number last. But they did roll for five minutes in the season a ball KCP heart lineup. So I wouldn't be totally shocked if he starts. Again, Hart's going to play. Uh, I think KCP slightly benefits, but not a lot. Not enough where I'd be aggressive on him. So you mentioned Lonzo. He had a 4.8 usage rate last night. Um, and he gets the Ruby, Ricky Rubio comparisons. Over Ricky Rubio's entire career, 361 games, his career low is 5.5. So <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, I can't even fathom that. Like, how, I'm, okay, we know he's not going to be a 25 usage rate player if his turnovers are decent. But come on, like 5 usage rate? That's, that's just nuts. Uh, also, I looked up his UCLA numbers. He had a 6.7 usage rate at UCLA. It was a blowout. He was just spreading the ball around. So, um, But, yeah, you, you can't play Lonzo, man. I, I get I get that he gets a good matchup. We saw him really thrive in a good matchup against the Suns. 
But like, oh man, it's, it's tough. That's tough. I can't do it. Seven five. That's way too expensive. I can't either. Yeah, I, like tournament. You got some brass cajones if you're gonna play Lonzo there. Um, okay, so I mean, would so you're one hundred percent boogie all day, all every day. Even if Brooks Brooks so cheap at five two. Yeah, I know. I know he is. Um, in this, in a, a th- my three man league where I play against these two guys, yes, I'm playing boogie. Yeah. Um, other leagues, I don't. I, I would. I mean, Brooke Lopez, like I already talked about. It. I mean, he looks like a great option tonight. Finally, looked like a basketball player last night. He's he's been pretty bad all year, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's really his fault. It's more of a rotation thing. Um, but man, he looked really good last night. He's got revenge on his mind. So I'm I may convince myself to switch that up and then have a bunch of money to spend somewhere else. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's move on. I think I got most of my notes in there. Uh, another interesting game with injury concerns. Chicago and Orlando, minus 8, 206 over under. Chicago 28th in pace. So much for Hoiberg. 21st in half-court defense. Magic 3rd in pace. Just 8th in defense. This offense has been just phenomenal. No DJA, no Peyton. So that means we saw Shelvin Mack in the second half play 18 minutes. That means 6 minutes of no point guard lineups. Jonathan Simmons was in all of those lineups. Um, the beat writer, Josh Robbins, who's awesome, uh, he said that uh, he confirmed that Simmons, he he wrote quote would be one of the players who handles the ball when Max on the bench. So, pretty much confirms what the numbers say. So sticking with the Magic side, Aaron Gordon's too expensive for me. Uh, let's start with Mac. Uh, like we talked about before, you think he's a little highly priced, but again, you're looking at 35 minutes for a team that cannot defend in the half court. So uh, he should be. He should. I mean, it, you got to cons- even if he's like six thousand, I would still consider him. Yeah, he's going to get a, a ton of minutes. Uh, DJA and Peyton are out, so he's the only point guard on the roster. Uh, he's 5000 bucks. My point was you can get a guy like Tyler Johnson for almost $1,000 less, um, which that's intriguing to me. But Mac, um, Mac's going to be – he's going to have a ton of usage, and he, he, should, he should be about a 30-point FanDuel guy tonight. He's definitely you see a guy with no backup, and you think, "Oh my God, how can I fade this guy?" You can, um, like like I said, Simmons is a capable ball handler. Like I said, for all season, Fournier is being used in pick and roll so so much. It's part of the reason why this offense is really good. So if you want to fade Mac, you definitely can. Um, again, you mentioned there's a lot of cheap options out there. Dinwiddie's probably going to play seven or eight fewer minutes, but he's going to be better per minute, I would say, in a much better matchup. Uh, against the Lakers, so yeah, I'm not all about the Mac. Um, you could return to the Mac another game, but I don't know. Um, let's Fournier seven four. It's it's I don't know I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, he's definitely a, a play, but I don't know if I'd be aggressive there, depending on who I want to play, who else I want to play. I mean, it seems like the right price for him. He's on yeah. fire. Oh yeah, but... he should be like eight thousand pretty much. Yeah. Um, what um so what about Juice five two. A little, little pricey. He's getting up there. But like I said, he, he's going to get, call it, 12 minutes at ball handler. So that plus another 15 minutes off the ball. And you're looking at close to 30 minutes for a guy who can put up numbers really across. So I like him quite a bit. If, again, if you're, if you're going to fade Mac and you're going to go aggressive on this game, there's a lot of bulls to play too we'll get to. Like I definitely am down for some juice. Yep, I like John Simmons. By the way, he doesn't like to be called Juice. 
Why do you do it then? <laughs> it's too good of a nickname, man. I don't care. Plus, you, you just call him Juice and you don't introduce him as Jonathan Simmons. I know there's some dude out there like, who's Juice? Is he talking about? Every time I tweet out Juice, <laughs> I get like four or five people tweeting at me, who's Juice? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up, man. All right. Um, okay. Are we good, then? Vooch, 7-5 against the Bulls. Vooch? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, I'm not down. Terrence Ross actually played well in the last game. I think it was more about the matchup. It's a good matchup here, too. All right, moving to the Bulls. Is this the game that Chris Dunn takes over? He is 5-3. Grant has just been dreadful. Um, so let's start with that. Where where do you feel? He's, okay, he's only 5-3. He's been pretty active when he's out there. This they, The way the offense is put together, and Hoiberg has said this multiple times, he wants his point guard in the lane, kicking out, and scoring at the rim. That's kind of what Chris Dunn does. So he's going to be low-owned, I think, too, man. So I kind of like him a little bit. Uh, yeah, I'm intrigued. I like him. Um, 53. Surprised he's that much already. But uh, I've, I kind of feel like, yes, this is the game he he takes over um, and kind of buries Jerry Grant. Yeah, so it's even if he doesn't start, he probably will outplay him and play more minutes. It just Grant has just been he had a good preseason, but he just doesn't have it. So my boy, you know who my boy is right. Um, uh, I got too many boys. My marketing cho- my choice, my Nawaba, baby. That's my <laughs> dog. Uh, Hoiberg had a good quote. He said, "Quote: David Nawaba had some unbelievable plays on the break, a couple finishes." And also getting Robin layups, Robin Lopez layups, just running the floor. Uh, now we need to run with him. So two things: one, pace has to come up, has to come up. Chicago is twenty eighth in pace. That's not that's not how this team is put together. So and that's another thing that that was kind of like I thought a backhanded under under the you know not not a clear shot at Grant. So Nawab at four one, he's gonna start again, I think. He's 4-1. Again, they have to score the ball. They have to push the pace. And he's going to play in garbage time, too, I think. So he has a lot of ways he can really hit value for you at a pretty good price. It's like him. Would you play Nwaba or your boy, your other boy, Donovan Mitchell, tonight? They're about the same price. Nwaba. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll get to that game. I think I think we're good. What about marketing? 6-8. Can't really do it. I love him though. Yeah, he's great. He's been really good. Def- def- their offense is just a mess, but he's and their defense is bad too. So I don't know. He's not. He's we love him for fantasy though. He's been good. Need some more block shots though. All right, good. Yep. All right, Cleveland, Washington minus four, two twenty two over under. Cleveland fifteenth in pace, thirtieth, dead last in half court defense. Washington is eighth in pace, twelfth in half court defense. So we saw. Tristan Thompson go out. By the way, Otto Porter is probable. And they've used Crowder at the center. But, man, their lineup that they apparently wanted to start with, um, with Wade out, Rose, JR, LeBron, Crowder, and Love, 11 minutes in the second half, they had a, a 144 defensive rating. That's, that's like, death bad. Uh, 127 on the season, 22 minutes. So that lineup's just been terrible. So you see that, 
and you hope LeBron can keep this game close. But man, it's when the matchup's good for Wall and he's under ten thousand. I mean that that's tough. That's just tough to fade. Uh, so I, I do like Wall a lot. I'll start with him. Um, what other was? And also, do you remember what my favorite thing about uh, shooting guards and wings to keep their floor high is? Getting to the free throw line. I love when yep. they get to the free throw line. So Bradley Beal's starting to come come up there. His price is coming up as it should. Uh, he's rebounding better. He hasn't quite uh, blown up efficiency wise overall, but I think that's coming. So he went to the line ten of eleven. Uh, made ten of eleven on Wednesday. I think he's getting the line ten times tonight. So again, another if you want to fade wall, which I would not suggest, um, Beal's definitely a play there. And then LeBron. This game's really stackable. Like you could stack your studs here and play your cheap guys in LA. That's a, a good roster construction idea for me. Yeah, I kind of like that idea. I haven't uh, really explored it yet, but it it makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, Beal's been on fire, dude. He's he's been so good. And uh, Johnny Wall against <laughs> against uh, Cleveland. You're right. It, yeah. It's it's hard to hard to hard to not do that. I don't know. I like I see that. Like you mentioned, Boogie. I don't know. I feel like I'd rather start my lineups with. LeBron's been kind of a letdown, by the way. Like I think only one of the last four games he's hit value for us, or something. One of the last three, or something. But I mean, you have to like LeBron here, uh, even with Otto Porter back, and it's not the best matchup on paper, but it's LeBron. Like, he's one of ten-ish players that are just matchup proof, and he's kind of cheap. He's a lot cheaper than Boogie. Yeah. So, so would you? How do you feel about that? About LeBron. Yeah, LeBron, or yeah, I guess, or let's put put a bow on the Wizards. So auto back, you you touching that? Uh, no. Yeah, I'm not either. It's pretty much just down to those two guys. Um, yep, auto seven thousand is too much for me. All right, so what about the Cavs? Uh, like I said, Jay Crowder played some center. Uh, LeBron's only ten six. That seems like a really good price. Um, and again, hopefully to keep this game close. Um, Marquise Morris also expected back, so that takes Ubre out of the picture. I would say he's only four three two. So, um, Derek Rose is five thousand. And that do anything for you? Um, you know, if this was a four game night, it would. But there's there's too much out there. Yeah, he he's not. A, I'll I'll like never play Rose on a full night. Just can't do it. But maybe you know he's definitely an option though. If you if you want to do it, I mean, he could definitely get minutes, and I don't know. It's not a bad play. I mean, he should. I, I've got him in a couple deep deep leagues, and, uh, you know, he's fine when he plays. Yeah, he needs to do something else besides – I think he has, like – I don't I don't know if he has 10 rebounds yet. He has, like – he doesn't have very many rebounds, and let me pull up his season stats. Like, I don't know if he has a triple-double. He barely has a triple-double on the season. Hold on. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, he he doesn't have a triple-double on the season. 60 points, 13 rebounds, two steals, no blocks, and seven assists in 114 minutes. You kidding me? Mm. Seven assists? It's bad. Nine, Very bad. Nine turnovers. Uh, Wade, no? <laughs> no. Yeah, I can't do it. He looks... He looks He's four oh. five. He's four five, but I, I can't do it, man. Played played Nawaba. All right, so moving on, we got interesting game here. Bucks and Pistons minus two two hundred five over under. 
Milwaukee, 23rd in pace, 26th in defense. Detroit, 22nd in pace, 14th in defense. No John Luehr. Somewhat surprised to find out he's played mostly center. So, Boban Day? What? Huh? Huh? Nope. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, so, yeah, uh, so Monroe actually uh, will not get his revenge because he's out, but hey, uh, maybe win one for the Gipper, I guess. Uh, so, what are we doing here? Giannis, again, his usage has been a little bit down. Bow Trouble's been a culprit for him as well. And I think it's by design. I think teams are really going at him for good reason. It's really smart. Um, so, how do you feel about Giannis tonight? I love Giannis. Yeah. I always love Giannis. I mean, his worst his worst game this year is 41 FanDuel points. He's He better get you 40 if you're going to spend 13 on him. Well, yeah. I mean, he's gone from the, the days of 65s to the days of 45s. But, uh, you know, that's just a two-game two blip on the radar. I think he's going to be fine. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I don't really see them as being a team that will really pursue him uh, on fouling. So just charting his usage rates, they're down, man. Like it started out at 40 uh, in the opener, and then he had a season low 26.5 against the Hornets. And the foul trouble has really caught him off guard in the last two games. So I don't know if people will be on him. Like I, I – like I said this since the season started, like if Giannis is under fourteen thousand, I'm probably gonna play him. So yeah, twelve thousand, I think you gotta play him. I, I it goes back to really whether you want to play him or I mean you could play him and Wall and fade Boogie. You could play uh, Giannis and Boogie and fade Wall. You could I mean there's lots of options, but I, I mean I don't feel like Giannis is absolutely a must-play against a, a team like Detroit. I mean, I, I don't feel like, oh, man, Giannis is just going to kill them. Um, but I don't see Detroit s- stopping him either. Like, I, I mean, he should have a, a, a good Giannis night, I think. Yeah. And also, his rebounding numbers have kind of climbed. Um, they were a little bit lower. Now they uh, he had a, a season-high rebound rate. That's, I guess, had been trending up a little bit. Um so, yeah, I, it seems like a good spot to me. Um, uh, you know me, I love guys coming in semi-cold with, again, the things that were kind of unusual. So, yeah, great, great spot for Giannis. I'm not all in, but I think he could go off today. Chris Middleton coming off career highs. I don't like to chase that kind of stuff, so I'm not really feeling him. It's reflected on his price. Like I said, he's in that Bradley Beal neighborhood. I can't really go there. Yeah, he's too expensive for me. What about what about your boy Johnny Henson? I'm interested. Uh, he's five thousand, but this guy he was like flirting with a triple or on his way to a triple double, really high assist numbers, which was shocking. Um, so yeah, I mean five thousand, I'm totally down. They're gonna yeah, need like- him a lot. I wonder if they, they would they start him against. Makes sense to start him against Drummond. Yeah, I don't I don't know why they why they won't, but uh, he started over. Don Maker last game. Yeah. I like the fact they've got him in FanDuel as a power forward. Yeah. So he's he looks pretty good. He's definitely on. Power forward's tough today, man. There's a lot of options out like, there. I definitely want to play Kuzma. I definitely want to play Randall. I definitely want to play Rondé. I like Henson a lot. So. I think Ryan, Ryan Anderson against against the Hawks is going to be a feast as well. There, there's a lot of, like, 
$5,000 power forwards out there to choose from today. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody else? I guess I'm, I'm kind of good. Uh, Stanley Johnson at 4-5 is, I guess, somewhat interesting. Henry Ellenson is a bare-bones $3,000 play. I think he's possibly an option. Drummond at 9-3. Like, I'd probably just figure out how to get Boogie in there if I'm going up there. It's I got a question. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're we're not to Detroit yet. Never mind. Go ahead. Whatever. Go for it. We're kind of uh, all over the place. Yeah, we're moving on to Detroit anyway. Uh, a d- dude asked me on Twitter, should I bench Tobias Harris tonight because he's playing against Giannis? No. And my answer was no. Yeah. I w- <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, unless you have a great option on your bench that you feel great about, but uh, I don't. I, I'm not. I mean, Harris has been kind of matchup proof this year. He's been great. Um, big team Tobias guy. Uh, I'm good here, man. All right. we got a lot of games to go. Let's go. Uh, all right, we got good game here. Indiana and Philly minus six two twenty over under. Indy tenth in pace, nineteenth in half court defense. Sixers are fifth in pace, twenty eighth in half court defense. So they're a good team to target. Rashawn Holmes uh, expected to be back. He played zero minutes with Embiid. He did show up on the lineup stuff I look at, so it's probably just to get a rebound or something. Um, in 14 minutes with Okafor, so it's on the table. And I, I told this Jonas this the other day. Um, I want to see Simmons, Redick, Rocco, Holmes, and Embiid in a lineup to, at some point this season. Like I'm, that's my new lineup combo. I'm rooting for. Like, what are you gonna do with that lineup, man? All those, like Simmons, their point guard is the only guy that can't shoot. Like Holmes has some range too. So, yep. Um, but if you're playing season long, pick up Holmes. By the way, but. We'll start with Philly. Um, ben Simmons' price has gotten so high, as it should, though. I mean, this guy is triple-double in the making. Minutes are so, so high, not limited at all. Um, where, where does he fit in for you on this one? Uh, I'm not planning on playing him, but I, I I have no issues with playing Ben Simmons tonight, and especially Miles Turner's out again for the Pacers. Actually, no, he's questionable. I forgot to mention that. He's gonna Are be, they upgraded him? Yeah, he's going to be game time. He was doing on-court work the other day. I was surprised they listed him as doubtful yesterday. So That's what I, I mean. I was bummed because yeah. I own him so much. Yeah, same. I think he's going to – I'd probably set it like – like I said, I, I wasn't buying that doubtful thing yesterday, man. So I think it's like 75% chance he plays. So uh, I guess that shifts the focus to Sabonis. Nate McMillan said he plans to play them together. So that means they'll probably do away with the small ball fours. Actually, Damian Wilkins is out anyways. He was playing some four. TJ Leaf was playing some four. So it's probably going to be third if Miles is. He's going to be limited, but assuming Miles is good, you're probably looking at 34 for Miles, 14 for Sabonis, plus eight minutes. So you're looking at like 22, 23 minutes for him. I would say, but I'm not feeling him, man. I'm not. I'm not doing Sabonis. Um, and also, by the way, McMillan talked him up hardcore. Like, he talked about him the way that Malone talks about Jokic. Like, he's like, oh, he went on my high screens, making passes to cutters, and like, what? Uh, it's well, Sabonis, Sabonis and Oladipo together is fun to watch, man. I mean, they, yeah. they play really well together. And Sabonis should be picked up in every season-long league. Like, he should be owned across the board. I disagree, um, actually. I think, he, I think he should be owned. I don't know. Maybe I saw him too much last year. I mean, yeah, sure, but not every single league, though, you know? Like, I don't know, there's guys, like you said, there's Josh Richardson sitting out there on some wires and stuff. Like, if I have Sabonis and I don't, I would do everything I can to trade him. But anyways, let's stay back, let's stay on, to- uh, on topic. <laughs> what, what else? So... You haven't talked t- about your boy, 
Joel Embiid. The process. He's expensive. He's 9-3. 30 minutes. Uh, that's what we want. So uh, He seemed pretty encouraged. Looked great late in the game. Didn't look tired. So I'm down. I mean, this guy is a permanent monster. I definitely am. I'm, I'm, I'll never tell you not to play Embiid. <laughs> so it's just, yeah, if you're going to play Giannis and LeBron and you can probably get you can probably get Giannis, LeBron, and Wall in a lineup. Pretty sure you can, and spend down everywhere else. But if you don't want to do that, or you want to fade one of those guys, definitely could get Embiid in there. Yeah, I I don't I don't know why he would not have a good game tonight. Yeah, I think he'll be have a pretty uh, well. He has Miles Turner against him though. Miles Turner matches up pretty well against him on paper, anyways. Assuming he's not limited. But Sabonis was just awful in post-up defense last year. He's been better this year. So, and uh, Embiid was number one in post-up possessions per game last year. So, definitely sets up nicely on a, uh, a matchup for him. Uh, Oladipo, Collison's only 6,000, man. So, like, you see that compared to, like, the guys we were talking about, Dinduity and Mac and those guys. I mean, that's a pretty good price for him, man. Uh, Yeah, it's a good price for Collison. Yeah. He's playing good. He's, I mean, he's a big part of what they do. Victor Oladipo, seventy two hundred. Um, I love Depot, man. Yeah, oh, I love I love Oladipo. So how about Thad? Um, he's been he's been hot. He's had two really strong games hitting value and played pretty good minutes. Like I said, he'll probably I don't think he'll be affected, man, with Sabonis uh, shifting over to the four. So I rather like him. Um, I don't really. I think they'll put Roko. Um, Bogdanovich or Depot. So I, I think Thad could be productive again. I really like this matchup for him. He could be uh, some revenge, right? Yeah. I, I'm going to predict Sabonis has big a bigger Fanduel night than Thaddeus Young. That's not that that's too bold, but I, I, I'll, I'll take I'll friendly take that bet. If, if Turner plays, I'll, I'll take that. All right, we got a Guinness on it. <laughs> Um. So what else? Uh, oh, TJ McConnell's been pretty good, but he's five seven. Just play Collison. Tyler Johnson, forty one. All right. Yeah. Uh, any more on this game? What about Homie? Dario? Uh, yeah. He. Yep. Pa, I don't know if he's going to start again, but if he starts again at three seven, I mean, got to at least consider it. His usage is going to be really low though, just because there's so much offense in that in that group. So. He kind of let us down in the last game with the he starting, did. you know, ten points fantasy. So he did, but thirty seven hundred punt. If he's starting and you want to punt him at thirty seven, I'm okay with it. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's just a tough position right there uh, with so many great options. I guess we got to move on, huh? Yep. All right, uh, Houston Atlanta minus eight uh, for the Road Rockets. Sixteenth uh, in pace for the Rockets. Go figure. Sixth in defense for the Rockets. Go figure. Uh, also. Daryl Morey, someone, uh, Matt Moore from CBS tweeted out how Rhino, who's been phenomenal in post-up defense on Synergy, um, he posted it and Daryl Morey did the uh, Lawrence Fishburg Matrix karate thing with the hand, come hither kind of thing. I thought that was funny. Morey's, Morey's a character. Uh, Atlanta, ninth in pace, 18th in defense. Clint Capella is shooting 78% from the line. Just thought that was cool. Malcolm Delaney is doubtful. Isaiah Taylor, the... Revenge game of the year right there. Four games last year. Uh, Schroeder probable. Bellinelli same. Moose the same. That's Atlanta's thing. We hate when they do that. More work for us. 
So Harding, uh, kind of a letdown uh, against New York for me. So I don't know. I'm always down to play Harden, man. Dude, his turnovers are insane right now. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I'm, ne- I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna tell you Harden's a bad play, especially against Atlanta. Um, I'm good with Harden if you want to go with him instead of Giannis or or Boogie. Or so Walsh. Many, so many games, man. This is so many studs playing. It's so tough. Damn. Dude, I like Ryan Anderson tonight. Oh, we're talking about Atlanta. Whatever. Talk I, about whatever you want. I really like Ryan Anderson because the the Hawks bigs are going to have their hands full with Capella. Ilyasov is gone. And Anderson, I, I just don't see anybody being able to get a hand in, in his face tonight. I, I feel like Ryan Anderson's going to go off. I have like. 10 power forwards written down. He's not one of them. That's fine. Yeah, I, I just you're you're banking on him making three-pointers is really what it comes down to. So, I don't know. I just like you said his minutes will be there. I mean, you look at his you look at his usage numbers and they're just not really there. Like he only has one two games over 20%. That's pretty low. He has a 7.7 usage rate in one game. Uh, in 23 minutes, he has a 10.4 or 14.1. Like he, his usage rate is going to be in the mid-teens. He needs to light it up for you. He doesn't rebound well. I don't. I just. I don't like. I don't like that. I don't like those guys that are just straight scoring. I don't know. Anyways, but I say that, and I love Kyle Kuzma, so go figure. But Kuzma's going to get some rebounds. Um, I guess I'm good here, man. I don't know. I, John Collins is fine. He'll probably play some garbage time. If this is a blowout. I think it could be. Um, I don't hate Capella, but I'd probably figure out how to get Embiid in there instead. Um, Your boy think, Eric Gordon is still feeling it. Yeah, he's been really good. I'm not. I don't. I, he's cheaper though. He's six four. That's better. I'm not messing with Trevor Ariza. No, definitely not. No, can't do it. Um, yeah, All Col- right. Collins is good. I, I'm not really feeling Schroeder. Um, There's so many other guys I want to play besides Collins, though. Yeah, it's true. It's just a bad position for him tonight. Uh, good then. Yep. Yes. Uh, Phoenix in New York, two twenty one over under minus four. Um, Sunders second in pace, twentieth in defense. I think they're like eighth or ninth since Triano took over. New York seventeenth in, in pace, twenty third in defense. Uh, KP was sick yesterday, so keep an eye on him. We saw Willie Hernan Gomez get first quarter minutes for the first time in the last game. Uh, and then yeah, the the Suns have been just really good. Um, I mean, they're 4-1 since Toronto took over. They have a really set rotation. TJ Buckets is just straight fuego. Um, if you count the fourth quarter in the Nets game, and then obviously the last game against the Wizards when he dropped 40, I mean, he's as hot as anybody. So let's start with the Suns. Uh, and then also, like I, I said this in the last pod, they're really bad at perimeter defense, the Knicks are, whether it be pick and roll or anything like that. So I don't hate Mike James at 5,000. Like, he's... He's going to be low on. People are going to say, oh, I want to put Sheldon back. Mike James should be pretty good. Yeah, and I think if you want to play T.J. Warren instead of Giannis and save $6,000, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that price is so nice, man. He's not going to – he's going to hit value. It's just a matter that – like, I especially tournaments, I hate to chase strong games like that. And his price didn't go up much, man. Like – he he could have an he I think he's got thirty in the bag man 30, like thirty regular points, he's just so good he's so active he does everything like when Triano got hired, he like he was talking about things he wants players to do, and I was listening like 
oh, TJ Warren likes to do that, and that, and that, and that. It's like, okay, cool. So, and Josh Jackson's been bad, man. So, yeah, it's it's really tough to, to be down on TJ Warren, really, no matter who you are or what you want to do with your lineup. Like, you know that if you're feeding TJ Warren, you know that it's going to be a tough tough night. Yep. So, yeah, you, you pretty much, like, he's he's got 40 fantasy points in the bag, man. Like, I don't. Unless, unless foul trouble or something, I, I like him a lot. Um, Devin Booker at seven six. I don't. I guess he's okay. I don't know. He doesn't really do it for me though. No. Um, I mean, I, I like Booker. Booker's probably not. Probably not gonna. It's not gonna bust. But, yeah. uh For the price, I, there's other guys. Yeah. Um, you know who I like who kind of let us down in the last in your boy. <laughs> Alex Lynn, he's only 4-4. I thought he was going to close, but he fouled out on a BS call. 15 minutes. Yeah, he was looking good. He's been, his rebounding rate's just been really strong. He's only 4-4, man. So if you're not feeling Lopez, you, you can't get him in there. I like him a lot. I like him more than Chandler at 4-2, even though Chandler's going to start. So, yeah, I, I like I like him again. I'm, I'm going after Lynn again. If, if I am a Lynn guy. Um his price is right. Tyson Chandler hopefully leaves town with Eric Bledsoe, if Eric Bledsoe ever leaves town. And you know, season long, I, I'm holding Lynn everywhere, and I, I'm not, I'm not afraid to play him in a DFS. And Marquise Chris finally rebounded the ball, ball well against Washington. Usage rates really down, but they've talked about it a lot in the off season. Not so much Trey. I don't, I don't have much on him. But they wanted to get him involved more, man, and they really haven't used him in pick and roll sets. It's been more pick and pop and just shooting threes. So uh, I could see Chris having a, a breakout offensive game here. Again, I like the matchup, especially if KP's limited, and they're going to try to space him out too. So, dude, we're going to have to have a, a season long podcast that the only thing we talk about is Marquise Chris. I know he's a lightning and, rod, man, and talking talking his owners off the ledge because I still get so many. Well, should I cut? Chris. People, he's been like a top hundred player since Toronto took over. Like you're really, like you're really gonna complain? He's he's not scoring, but he's nope. bringing the money stats, the the block steals and threes we love. So don't. I mean, Dragon Menders really come on. So I'm more concerned about that. So, but still, if they get 24 minutes each, that you're straight. Chris will hit value for you. He's only gonna play 27 minutes anyways because he fouls out so much. So, uh, yeah. I guess I'm good here. Porzingis can't really play him sick. Uh, again, tough position for him there. Hardaway Jr.'s finally coming on. 6000 though, so a little pricey. Uh, I guess I'm good. Next game. Let's go. Right. Yeah, let's go. Um, New Orleans and Dallas, minus 4, 212 over under. New Orleans, 7th in pace despite their big lineup. 16th in defense. Dallas, 27th in pace, 29th in half-court defense. So if you didn't know that. So you probably didn't know that. So knowing that they're 29th at half court defense and you're all about the boogie life, like, are you? Does that like, are you like locked in on boogie now? Who's gonna guard boogie? Nobody. They're gonna put. No, they're gonna start Noel. I'm pretty sure. Dirk and Noel. No, I. This is. He. Plus, the Pelicans really need a win. I mean, they're not winning games, and this is a this is a gimme. Yeah. Um, yeah. And boogie boogie should just go crazy tonight. Yeah, his stat line was just stupid in the last game. Yeah. And also, by the way, uh, they hired. We haven't talked about this much. They hired an assistant coach from Denver named Chris Finch, 
And you could tell, man, they were on so much cool stuff. And you could see, like, a lot of the Jokic plays are being built for Boogie. And that's why we've really seen him have more more well-rounded stat lines. Um, And also on on the defensive end, too. He's been really good in that aspect and being in shape, too. So, mad mad props, man. I love a good assistant coach hire. Boogie been turning it over a lot, too, man. Yeah, that's like I said, he's making more plays. And consequently, you turn the ball over more in that situation. Did Boogie's lines like two of his last three lines have been as as good as as good as you'll see all year? He's yeah. just he's sick. And uh, again, man, this Dallas matchup is so perfect for him. I, I don't know how he doesn't just mow them down. Oh, he's gonna kill him. Yeah, he's like he's over under apply like fifty five, like sixty. I don't know, sixty five fantasy points. I guess. Yeah, I like it. And what night night in night out? Well, he's pretty much hit value or more or a lot more. And like four straight for a guy that pricey, that's pretty awesome. He's what only busted like once, right? Like just uh, the first game, I think, right? And and then there's Anthony Davis, same thing. Yeah, he didn't actually didn't bust. He only he's been above sixty or more in all but two games. That's pretty good. So seventy three point eight in the last game, <laughs> seventy nine against the Kings. Uh, all right, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I guess we're good, man. I'm not really feeling any Dallas players. Nope. DSJ is only 5'6", though. It's actually pretty decent. All right, let's move on. Charlotte and San Antonio, minus three. San Antonio played last night, 199 over under. Yuck, 11th in pace for the Hornets, 10th in defense, 24th in pace, and 15th in defense. They've actually been really, 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 really bad in pick-and-roll defense, which is Kemba's specialty. So Kemba's going to be really low-owned, man. I rather like him for a tournament, and I could see him having a huge game. I think that the consensus is that he has a tough matchup here. It's not the case, man. Like I could definitely see Kemba going off at seven nine, man. That's a really good price for him. Yeah, if you want to play Kemba instead of Wall, I think it. I think it's doable. Yeah, I love love Wall, but definitely fadeable. But yeah, I think Kemba's underpriced, man, for sure. What about what about Jeremy Lamb? Yeah, with Mike MKG's out. Yeah, MKG's out. I'm never a Lamb guy. I, I'm just not. Uh, at six one, I'd rather just. I mean, David Nwaba's like pretty similar without the off without as much offensive firepower, but Nwaba's going to do more on, on the glass. So yeah, they're again they're pretty similar for how they're going to be used tonight. I think Malik Monk's been playing well. Yeah, what eighteen point fourth eighteen point fourth quarter in the last game. Forty two hundred. Yeah, so I'm. I can't do it, man. I'm, I'm that one quarter, take that one quarter out, and it's pretty mediocre. So, yeah, I don't really trust him. I'm not playing him, but he's 4,200. 4, I mean, if you, I, I could see it working. Yeah, and also Travion Graham started the second half with MKG, who had an illness yesterday. Uh, I'm sorry, Wednesday. So he would, pr- he probably would start. Uh, it could also be Dwayne Bacon, delicious bacon. So you can't attack that, obviously. Um, so Manu was originally called out, but now he's called questionable. So you would assume he doesn't play. I think the move here would be to start Bryn Forbes. Uh, we saw him get minutes last night and he's very similar. He handles the ball a lot. He's kind of Manu-esque, uh, besides the passing prowess. So that would be the move there, but I'm pretty much off. Um, and by the way, LaMarcus Aldridge, first game of the year of his career with two steals, two blocks and two threes. Go figure. He killed it last night, man. He's, yeah, he's really good. Oh, um, and Kyle Anderson. Yeah, finally a good game. 4-8. Uh, 
Um, I'd rather play Crab there, but yeah, it's, he's played well. Season high in scoring and assists, I believe, and steals or some one of the stat. He's pretty good. Yeah, I was kind of mad I wasn't on uh, Aldridge and, and Kyle Anderson last night, but you're not going to get that every night. Mm-mm. All right, good. Yep. Miami and Denver, minus five, 214 over under. Denver's pace is picking up, by the way. Uh, Miami is 14th in pace, 24th in half-court defense. Denver is 20th in pace, so they're creeping up a little bit, 17th in defense. <sighs> so, guess who got called the point guard of the future on Wednesday? <laughs> Do, can, clock me here. Give me like 10 seconds to talk about uh, I'll go as fast as I can. So, Malone said he's, quote, growing in the last four or five games. Uh, he said he's different than early in the season. Wants him to play downhill. He said the shooting concern was the least of his worries. Um, their starting unit since Murray turned the corner, plus 45 net rating at 58 minutes, 132 offensive. Murray's back, baby. I'm, I'm, Jamal Murray. I'm loving this, man. You guys are killing me. My, my mentions were blowing up so hard, and I'm feeling it, man. Um, by the way, Moutier was straight trash in the fourth quarter. Call, Malone called the defense embarrassing. And they just they they had a huge lead and Moody Moody has been bad man like he gets he has good stat lines high usage but actual being an actual basketball player he hasn't been good and coaches don't care about it's like oh yeah you know what you you had thirty five fantasy points last game I'm gonna give you more minutes <laughs> so they care about winning games so Moody hasn't really been good at that in my opinion so I def I mean Murray is gonna be low owned I really like this matchup for him again the Heat have not been very good in defense. Uh, against on perimeter guys, so uh, I I rather like Murray, but I always do. So take that with a grain of salt. I'm playing Murray tonight. Oh what? Really? Fifty five hundred. He scored twenty and three straight. Uh, I'm in. He's missing so many. Like I said, I've said this for weeks now. He was open every time, and he just was missing shots. They said his shot looked good. They had guys check out his mechanics. They went like really in depth. They're like, why the heck is Jamal Murray missing threes? But they went crazy in depth on it, and they just thought it was mental. And now he is—he's lighting up, man. I mean, they're swishing. I love—I love the good swish. So yeah, I love him. What about Jokic, man? Ninety-three. I'd rather spend up and, and roll boogie. Hassan Whiteside's back. Yeah. Welcome back, by the way. Thank goodness. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love Jokic, but I—I I, on a night when Boogie's playing, I'm—I'm I'm gonna go boogie. You know oh, I'd rather I'd rather just punt and go Alex Land. You know who else is super cheap for this game? That's like almost hard to pass up. Josh Richardson. Yep, man, that's this game's sneaky good, man. Like we talk about the Lakers game and the Nets game. This is probably like a top four or five game to stack, man. There's so many cheap guys in this game, especially Dude, I mean, my my Twitter, my Twitter feed's just blowing up with Josh Richardson. I, I want to cut him. Da, 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 da. I mean, I'm just keeping the faith, staying the course. I'm a, I'm going to give Josh Richardson a solid month before I before I pull the plug. Uh, five months. <laughs> I'm, not, yeah. I'm, I'm not like I'm not cutting Josh. Like he's still been. He had a couple big games, so it buoyed his value. But he's still been mid round. Okay. Um, you. Tyler Johnson for one, I don't know, man. I don't think it's that great. He has he's been very inconsistent. Uh, Jamal Murray's been good on defense. He'll get more moody at us. That's actually a good thing. Now that I think about it. So, but yeah, it's fine. I don't think it's a great great play, but I guess I'm dumb. I like I, Ty Ty for forty one. I, I just I don't know. I feel good about it for some reason. Yeah, Dragic is pretty cheap. 
at six eight. But like I said, Murray's defense has been very good. Um, I'm not. Go ahead. I was gonna say Wilson Chandler at four five is cheap. Yeah, I still can't do it though. His usage is so 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 low. Yeah, Will Barton. Will Barton, same thing. Yeah. Olenek's been hit or miss lately. I don't really know what he's doing. All right, good. We've got two more games. Yeah. Probably the two worst games. Uh, Toronto, Utah, minus one, one ninety five over under. That's your low. Toronto, twelfth in pace, fourth in half court defense. That number took a big, big hit the other night. They were first by quite a bit. Utah last in pace, second in half court defense. So actually, these late these late two games, they have one through four teams, one through four half court defense. So um, this is gonna, they're all going to be low scoring games, I think, despite the the Boston over under being a little higher. So Thabo really went off. He was I think twelve x in the last game. Uh, we saw Donnie Mitchell go off. I'm, I'm, I'm good, man. Also, although uh, CJ Miles is out, so Norm kind of got a little hot. I'm, I'm down for some Norm, man. Dude, Norm's played well in two straight. He's 3,800 right now. I'm, he's my sleeper punt shooting guard tonight. Yeah, I like him quite a bit, man. Um, that as good as Utah's defense is, I think that he, what Norm does well, fits in in that kind of matchup. So you know who else would be sneaky uh, by default if CJ Miles is out? Would be Dewan Wright, man. Uh, like we said, he plays a lot of closing key minutes for this team, um, and also it's a, a hometown game for him too. By the way, don't forget, uh, went to Utah, so another narrative street if you want to touch on that. So I like him, but yeah, I'm all. Yo, Kyle Lowry's six eight though. Like what? That's pretty cheap for Kyle Lowry. I know. I can see. It. I can, it's so good. He's been so bad though. He's been bad. Joe Ingles has been bad. Like there's there's a lot of guys in the Derek Favors has been terrible. Yeah. Uh, a lot of Rodney Hood was over eleven his last <laughs> game I think. There's there's a lot of guys that are, are struggling in this game. Um, Rudy Gobert eighty four hundred bucks man. What do you feel about that? I feel I feel good. Yeah, it's pretty good. He's um, balling. Like I said in multiple pods, those the the Toronto metrics on their defense has been more about their second unit their first unit hasn't been very good defensively so yeah uh, I'm, I'm i like hood quite a bit at four eight um i'm down for gobert he's been really really good scoring blocking shots obviously so yeah i'm down but i'm pretty much off besides norm and delon Wright. i'm kind of off the raptors and, and but kyle lowry at six eight man that's so tough to pass up bad matchup and all i don't know you good yeah I'm I'm going low. I'm going low dollar on my point guards tonight. Yeah, I think so. All right, so last game, like I said, uh, Boston is third in half-court defense, 25th in pace, OKC 19th in pace, first in half-court defense. Uh, minus five, 214 over under. That, no, man, that number seems so, so high to me. Like, I, I think if I'm betting over-unders, man, I think the under is probably a good one. Um, Steven Abs has just been so good defensively. Marcus Morris is probably coming back. Where's this dude going to play, man? You can't take minutes from Tatum. I think Semi Ojale has been pretty good. The Aaron Baines-Horford lineup has been part of the reason why their defense has been so good. That uh, that lineup shuts people down. Uh, and they've used that lineup in tough spots, man. They use that lineup against Simmons. Like They use they don't use that lineup against bad lineups, you know? So, I, like, honestly, I and I've said this before, I wouldn't be shocked if Marcus Morris is out of the rotation at some point, man. Um, that's I, don't even know, I don't even know why he's in the rotation. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be. They're not. There's no rush to bring him back. They're the hottest team in basketball. But I, I'm just going. I'm off this game, man. I'm not going to say anything. I have no one from this game on my radar. Yeah. So I mean, you could definitely go after Westbrook or whoever you want, but 
I'd rather I I like Wall. Um, I'm off Kyrie. Like I said, OKC's defense has been pretty strong. So uh, Al Horford, I would like him in a different matchup, but not really feeling it. Jason, actually, Jason Tatum at five five is not bad, but bad position though. He's powerful right now. And I just I pray that Marcus Morris does not impact Jason Tatum. He better not. Yeah, I'm nervous about it. Yeah, like, yeah, he's not. Uh, he better not, man. He's him <laughs> so good. I think we're good, man. I mean, do you have a lineup you want to show? I'm good. I'm good with ending on that. We went long. Yeah, my lineup right now, it'll change. But right now, it's Jamal Murray, Tyler Johnson, D'Angelo Russell, Norman Powell, TJ Warren, Alan Crabb, Anthony Davis, Ryan Anderson, and Boogie Cousins. Uh, I didn't see it. I, you snuck AD in there on me. I didn't see that coming. Well, I changed it up. When I, when I got rid of Giannis and went TJ, I had enough money for AD. Then I looked at Dallas's sieve of a defense against big men, and Boogie and Davis should just go crazy tonight. If I were you, I'd spend that money on Wall. Johnny instead Wall. Of, instead of Tyler Johnson. But yeah, I love, love, I think Wall's probably my favorite stud play today. But Gian- Giannis and Wall are a good start. And LeBron, like I said, that's, that's probably a great way to build. All right. So, oh, I've actually been kind of, I've been nailing the cheap guys, but I haven't been very good on the studs. So um, take, take my picks with a grain of salt, I guess. That's right. why I'm going Anthony Davis and, and Boogie. There you go, yeah. Start with Boogie. All right, so fade the process. All right, here we go. So we're out of here. You guys enjoy your weekend. I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, lots of games, and thanks for coming on, Steve. See y'all. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.